The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Weather outside is frightful. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's 81 degrees outside of my house right now. It's 81, Merry... 81 degrees. It's a. It's going to be a warm Christmas at the McElroy household. By that, I mean Griffin McElroy. I guess that's kind of frightful when you think about like the earth and the fate of the world and its peoples. Uh, Christmas time has sprung because Halloween's over. Mm. So we're full-blown Christmas season. I got my, uh, my uh, Scrooged graphic T-shirt on. Uh, which I wear every holiday season. Uh, frosty mug of cocoa, hot cocoa. I actually uh, literally just drink some hot cocoa. Well, hey, kids, I'm Tom Turkey. Okay. Let me teach y'all a little lesson about why Thanksgiving deserves a chance. Tom Turkey, <laughs> you, you had your fucking time in late August, and you fucking yeah. blew it because you slept through it. I was on vacation. Yeah, I know you were, but but you. I'm filled with tryptophan. Uh, what we should do is we should start celebrating American Thanksgiving during Canadian Thanksgiving, which is in October, pre-Halloween, and just get it out of the way. Listen, okay, straight up though, it's an arbitrary day, anyways, for Thanksgiving. Like it changes every year, and it's just. Does it really matter? Why not just make it like twenty-third? No March. No, no. I mean, we should we should settle on a fucking date on this fucking thing, because it, okay, sep- it's September seventeenth. No, it's the twenty third. The twenty third, I feel like, is a good average Thanksgiving day, and it's not like when the Pilgrims and the Native Americans had their first sit down, um, their first collabo. It's not like that shit happened on like a set Thursday. It was a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was right. the twenty third. I think. It's not like the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. which happened December 25th at 6.38 p.m. Yeah, it would be like if we celebrated Christmas, like, when was Jesus born? I don't know, Tuesday? The third Tuesday, maybe? I don't know, maybe it seems about right. Third, it seemed like a Tuesday, it had a it, Tuesday vibe it, in the historians Bible. Historians have a hard time pinning down, nope, 25th, says so, Ecclesiastes, 22. Here's the problem, though, is that if we if we don't do the, the Thanksgiving on, like, a floating day, one one year it'll just be like a big Saturday lunch. Like there yeah. will be nothing special about it except oh we had three more sides than normal. Well maybe maybe for you, Edatron. Yes <laughs> that would be your robot name. Oh okay. Cause you eat so much all the time. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying you're fat, but you do eat a lot of you consume a lot of content. Well, I I want other people to not have it. Fair enough. This is a My Brother, My Brother, Me. It's an advice show for the modern era. You wouldn't know it from our intro, but it is a comedy program, and we're going to be serving up fresh laughs to you just as soon as we find our rhythm. It's been a while since we've (laughs) made a live, uh, an actual program. I'd say about three weeks or so since we've made an actual My Brother, My Brother, Me We've been busy. Well, you've been busy. that's, That's not an excuse. To the people at home... We're just we're just voices that come into their ears. Like we're mm-hmm. not human beings. They don't have time like, for marriages and um, other big important life events. 
Yeah. They don't want to see us, you know, wiping off the grease paint. Returning, <laughs> exactly. Returning back to our lives. We don't have any stage door Johnnies that are waiting for a glimpse of us as we slip out as, the back of the I, podcasting theater. As soon as we... we pronounce that kiss your dad square on the lips we die for a week we die in their minds Mm -hmm. we have no lives and certainly don't have weddings or Uh, murder mysteries but that's okay we're here in your ears now we're uh, let us cradle you into wisdom with this first question since american politics have become such a hot topic lately i've been having a problem with my one of my closest friends recently he's been getting extremely vocal and animated about his opinions whenever he finds a news article or political meme on the internet Although we don't share the same views on these matters, he and I normally have a great time when we hang out. But since he's been constantly bringing up these topics, I find him difficult to be around. I don't want to ostracize him from my life. And I've told him a few times that talking about politics isn't how I want to spend my time with him, but he just won't listen. Is there a way I can avoid these conversations while also maintaining our friendship? And that's from Congressionally Confused in Connecticut. Someone has to be engaging with him. Like, there's no way he's just sitting there and, and Obama, right? And, like, nobody answers and he just keeps going? Because if so, your friend is insane. You got you to gotta make him feel small. You got um, to learn so much more about whatever subjects he wants to talk about that you politics him under the table. Like, if you, if you haven't already started, it may actually be too late, but if, you need to start, you know, reading Le Mans exclusively. You need to start reading back back catalog of the economist and just get like so deep in politics you could do that or you could do what uh my parents did when i thought that i would start discussing politics with them uh and this is actually pretty savvy on their part so i'll pass this on along to you Mm. what they did was when i would start espousing political opinions they would just keep asking me questions about my political opinions until that thin veneer of uh, basically a, a hodgepodge paper mache construction of hope and good feelings and just a minimal amount of information and stuff you learn from the daily show and exactly and that would it was that was became sort of a tapestry that i would i would uh wrap myself in and they would just ask questions about my beliefs until this, this, th- they crumbled around me this would have predated the daily show though this interaction like i don't know where don't where did you get age me griffin where did Jesus. you no, i'm saying you're old as fuck but where did you get your shit like nick news what was your he read it on the onion <laughs> the onion the paper one the onion I and I was, oh like, that would be great every time your friend brings up an article like he read in usa today bring up an article you read in the onion it's like, and you can believe this? He's he's mating with aliens. Listen, you're basically fucking describing Facebook. Yeah, that is basically fair. just my Facebook wall right now that you're describing. Hey, Obama's a Muslim. Hey, I, uh, somebody at a mall believed something about a dragon. That's the Onion headline, isn't it? I don't read much. That's pretty good. Uh, That's yeah. not bad. I'll find it. Does anybody- Obama says French fries are Benghazi. I have. Mm-hmm. I have friends that are, are um, uh, uh, I would say, very political. They talk about political things. But, like, does anyone really like talking about this shit? Is there anyone that it doesn't make you just feel impotent? Here's the thing. That's the thing. Nobody enjoys talking with other people about this. They like talking at other people about this. They like just hurling facts and knowledge and random shit. I guess in the hopes that the other people listening will just realize that they are the superior political mind. I like people, it's, say, people say not to discuss religion and politics because it's impolite. 
and I think that's fair because it rarely leads to any sort of positive discussion. But I think the other side of that is because they're also those conversations almost by definition can't be fruitful. Yeah. Because you're going to have one of two things. Either you're going to have two people so dug in that all they are doing is espousing their own beliefs at the other person and, and until they run out of breath, or you're basically going to have an echo chamber where you're hearing your own beliefs repeated back to you. Neither one is, is healthy. Well, somebody's yeah, got to be. Yeah, you ain't be, Lincoln Douglas. You know what I mean? Somebody's got to be listening to this shit, though. Or else explain Ron Paul. Ron Paul started with one guy that was like, Ron Paul talked to this one dude. And that dude was like, oh my God, Ron Paul, I'm so into you. And then he told two friends, and then they told two friends. And then all of a sudden you had the the Ron Paul extranet of of human beings. You had the Ron Paul hive mind. And that was started by, by word of mouth. That wasn't big political contributions. Can I tell you guys a few things about Ron Paul that I like? <laughs> How long do you have? I Can know you, everybody's lives are so are busy, but opening to to joining with me and opening your hearts and just joining the revolution that's what we call the, the revolution but there's love in there let me tell you all about it do you like guns ron paul sure as shit doesn't if your friend Think. wants to talk about politics you should carry around in your pocket forms to sign up for the next election to like make him run for city council if he is so belligerent about this make him run for political office that's your only out because if he's not going to do that then he's not serious enough about it and if he does do that you have to be his campaign manager mm. oops you fucked up now that's you played chicken and you lost, you lost oh cut game. to 40 years from now he's president and you're his chief of staff mm. and then you're like hey by the way i've never really liked you that much mm-hmm. this was all a mistake but i'm proud of the progress that you've made too bad that you beat the shit out of ron paul in the primaries <laughs> i was really rooting for that guy i heard some really good news about him <laughs> What if, what if every time your friend brings up 2013 American politics, you bring up 1913 American politics, but don't let him know the difference? But like, And I hear that they're voting on something called prohibition. <laughs> and then just see, see if eventually he'll stop hanging out with you. Or you could always bring up rap beefs. Those are about the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but when they got biggie. Who? It was almost like the GOP. GOP. When the GOP got biggie. That's when things I mean, really it probably wrong. fucking did. I could t- I could send you guys some literature, but that that shit was entirely politically driven. Griffin, do you have a Yahoo for It's us? a three way beef between Pac, Biggie, and Ron Paul. And let's just say <laughs> one of them's still alive, and then the other two died. Ron Paul was like, Biggie, they might call you the IRS because I'm not convinced of your continued solvency. Mm-hmm. And Ron Paul said nothing. He just got it fucking done. He just did the damn thing. He did that hit on Biggie. No, he did it twice. Mystery solved. And now you know the rest of the story. Ron Paul, 2014. When's the next election? <laughs> Wait. Yahoo, please. This Yahoo, as long as we're talking about politics, this Yahoo was sent in by Harrison Ross. Thanks, Harrison. It's by Yahoo Answers user, a friendly cow, top contributor, who asks... Why can't you just walk into a store and take something, <laughs> then walk out? Like, who is going to stop you? Walmart stop funding that greeters so you could just walk in, take whatever, and walk out. As long as it doesn't have one of the things that make the alarms by the door go off. That's actually a, an unspoken law. If what? no one sees you, then you're good. It's like, oh, you got us. 
if she, if she, you're saying shoplifting is legal if you can cross the barrier and nobody mm-hmm. sees you the mm-hmm. statute of limitations on that is until you get to your car yeah and then once you're there it's all ollie oxen free i mean that's the question the, if the question is why don't you do that the answer is everybody does all the time yeah you've just described the exact uh uh conditions through which everyone is stealing everything. Is it, everyone's doing I've and never shoplifted anything in my life. Can I can I tell you why everyone doesn't do that? Because it's not exactly like everybody who would shoplift from Walmart is a master thief. I worked in loss prevention at Best Buy and like the ability to be like, oh, look at that person who's like hiding their eyes and looking around. And it's like, yeah, you're not exactly like Pink Panther in this shit. But, like it's that guy. But in the like, hoodie, who won't make eye contact with anyone. But like, at Walmart, what's gonna like? Someone is I. What I've never understood. You can just grab the thing and walk out the door. And even if somebody's like, "Hey, you can't do that. I work at Walmart. You have to pay for that." What's stopping you from just being like, "No," and there's really not anything you can do to stop me, and then getting in your car and driving away? <laughs> I mean, you can't do that. They can, can't. They detain you. Can't they chain no, you? No, they can't. You know why? Because I'm a fucking adult. And they aren't, they have no legal authority over me. So wait, Griffin, are you implying that all of capitalism is just a smokescreen and we only do it because we think we have to do it? I'm saying that the societal norms are all entirely projected into our own minds by ourselves and our teachers. I'm saying if I go to Target right now, I can pick up a a fucking PlayStation 3 and walk out the door and someone's like, hey, you can't take that. I work at Target. And I can say, you're not my dad, like later. later and i can hop on my skateboard that i've been riding through target the entire time because nobody can fucking they can't touch me that's for fucking it's like a target is is like a haunted house rules they can't touch they can't touch you they're not gonna there's a there's a security guard by the door he's not a fucking ordained by the city my taxes don't pay his his salary he's not gonna fucking shoot me later if if you ever want to have some squirt, fun, his gun squirts mustard. His gun, like, there's no way he can't. That's stop why he sits you. by the fucking food court. He is not a cop. Later, dog. Later. <laughs> if you ever want to have some fun, if you're at like a big box store, um, trust me, as someone who worked in loss prevention, they won't do shit until you try to leave with it, even if they watch you do it. So just make eye contact with someone in the electronics department and put something down your pants, and then just before you leave. Pull it, it back, back out and put it on a shelf. Okay. And then just walk out and go, bye, everybody. And like, you Or, done- can I give you an alternative theory? Just shove it down your pants and walk the fuck out of the store because they're not cops. I wouldn't shoplift from a cop store, a cop goods <laughs> store staffed entirely by cops because they're going to fucking enforce that shit. Travis, what could you actually do to someone you thought was stealing? Um, Like, what, what was my process? Crack this open. Crack open how fucking okay. impotent these dudes are. They it really is. Shit. Okay, uh, listen, I don't want to put all security guards on blast because I feel like I'm betraying my brotherhood. But here's the thing, you guys. The the amount of quality, like, the amount of things that you have to prove before you can even have someone arrested. Right. Like, here's the thing. I could watch you, Griffin McElroy, do it, right? Yeah. Steal and I, something. And, you know, I'm, I'm fucking going to after this goddamn podcast. And then if you, if I lost eye contact, like if I lost the visuals on you and you were just gone and then showed back up, I couldn't do shit. Couldn't do shit. Because I couldn't prove, all you would have to say is like, no, I put it back. 
Hey, that's not cool. I'm going to call real cops. All right, they'll be here in like 20 minutes. Later. Later. My (laughs) car is 20 feet away. Bye. The point Griffin is making is not that it's not about whether or not they see you do it. What he's saying is they can watch you do it, watch you walk out the door, Mm -hmm. and they cannot do anything. They can't Uh do fucking anything because they're not a cop or my dad. If my dad was working loss prevention, he's like, no, son, don't. (laughs) <laughs> like, all right, I'll put it back, and I put it back. But get, very rarely would that happen because my dad doesn't work retail. That would be a sweet, like, some sort of uh, uh, a duel between they bring on Clint because he's the only one that can stop mm. Griffin. It'll be sort of a Thomas Crown affair vibe. I think Griffin's that's... like rappelling through the ceiling. And dad like cuts the string. Except like, by repelling through the stealing, you, you mean like just walking just in the walking door in and taking shit. out a handful of boxes of Mike and Ike's and walking out. I, if you think I would go that small, I mean I will go that small. I'll go small to big. I'm not paying for shit anymore. <laughs> I don't want. I, I, I actually I don't believe in shoplift. It makes me so sad because I know who it affects. So what I do is I go in and I pick up the thing and then I leave like a, a clay pot I've made. Or some okay. like shiny stones. You right. like yeah, so you like covert bartering, basically. Yeah. You like very well. I one-sided know that they bartering. can't. They can't say yes to it because then everybody would do it. But I know that they appreciate those sand dollars. It's like um, like farting in yoga class. That's that is what I equate shoplifting to. Is like farting in yoga class. Because what's the what you you've done inventory at a major retail chain before? I have too. I imagine Justin has too, since he's worked about twenty eight retail jobs. It's it's like. You know, typically 75, 80%. And then the other shit gets just straight up cribbed. And when someone, if you become a cog in that machine, you're literally just a drop in the bucket. You're adding 0.0001 to the, the shoplifting rate at that point. Like it doesn't matter. Everybody's I it. do want to drop. When I worked at Best Buy, I had like 10 fools arrested. Yeah. yeah. How, Travis? How? Because I called the cops before they tried to leave. But you the cops are waiting us, until uh, they try to leave. Which until is they it? try to leave, and so uh, then the the people would walk out the door, and the cops would fucking you know shoop, come on, in. Or, no, okay, Travis. How on earth? Because I was fucking on point. Right, right. No, was, with your profiling. <laughs> no, because I want. Be, okay, so this is why there are greeters because people come in and you say hi, and like your normal average person goes, "Oh hi," and then people who are coming so in and steal shit, they're like, "Can't talk." <laughs> no, there are people that would come in and suddenly be, they'd be so surprised that a human being was like uh, uh, acknowledging them. They're like, "What?" In which gotta steal something. In which aisle is your small and valuable things? <laughs> About pocket size, please. Do you have that special belt that loosens your pants? <laughs> the thing is, is like, all you have to do is watch people. And people, like I said, are not exactly master thieves. So they're like looking around all shady and like hiding stuff. And like, you know, when you see a 12 year old kid jacking out the refrigerator section, Travis, it's like, no, you're back there I'm stealing not, stuff. I'm not. I'm going to give you one last chance at this before I just declare your entire form of profession made up. You uh-huh. can't physically stop people as they're leaving the store, correct? If someone went, all right, let's let's paint a hypothetical. No, no, no. I I can. I have to prove that they were bypassing the check. You can't fucking touch them though. You can't grab them by the script. That's what I'm saying. If someone walked into the store uh, and went, I hardly let me, fin- let me finish my scenario. Someone walks in the store, goes full-blown supermarket sweep in two and a half minutes, just like runs through the phone aisle like, wee, just like knocking shit into their giant pants and then runs mm-hmm. out. 
You can't do what, shit about that scenario. I would, I would tackle the shit out of them. You can't. That's an assault. That's assault, and you go to jail. I don't want that happening to you, my brother. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't do very well in prison. I'm just saying but you wouldn't be thing. able to. You would, I you, would though. The settlement would pay for all the shit that he was going to steal, and then you'd be back to square one. But see, the problem is, Griffin. You're not I, and Batman. I don't know why. I don't know why we've been talking about this now for 20 minutes, but the problem is the fiction that you're creating is not how people shoplift. It's reality. No, I've never seen anyone do that. I agree that that would be a solid play. The reason people don't shoplift But people are trying to heist it. People are trying to Ocean's Eleven it. Right. And, like, the first person I ever had arrested was hiding it in a baby carriage. Yeah. Like, just pick up the thing and walk out. I do agree with you. That's what I'm saying. just don't do it that way. They're not, not yet. Not till they, not till this episode hits the fucking web. God, Travis, I bet when you would catch someone stealing, like literally the second the cops are out of earshot, you would just like crank Katrina and the waves and just dance around the store. Like I actually, the first time I had someone arrested, I jumped up and down in celebration so hard I hurt my ankle. <laughs> just like Batman does. Uh, I, I think that's how the I've- killing joke ended. I am here at Starbucks studying, and there's a guy taking up the only two comfy chairs with him in his bag, is putting his feet on the little table that is shared between them, and hasn't bought a drink. I have no plans on sitting on them, but it's annoying me how inconsiderate it is. I just asked the barista if they could do something about it, and they said they can't even talk to the customers. <laughs> what can I do to fix this without getting into fisty cuffs? And that's from not a single fuck was given in South Texas. Can I just like? Can I just say something? Can I just say something really quick based on this new fucking worldview that I've adopted since we started recording? Just walk up to him and take his bag. Just take his bag and walk out. What is he, like, what can he possibly do? He can't touch you. No, he actually can at that point. I don't think he, he is not associated with the with the store. I don't think you get the fucking castle doctrine at Starbucks, no matter how much you think you live there, Brad. He's still associated with, like, humanity and the law. And you could say, hey, you assaulted me. I was just trying to steal that. <laughs> just, whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen. Mine's a victimless crime in that <laughs> no one was physically injured. But Right. I just, man. I, this is why we have the liner at the beginning saying don't do anything we say. Because I'm basically telling everybody just fucking whatever's not nailed down, man. Grab it and go. I think, um, question asker, I think what you need to do is to realize that this seems inconsiderate uh, until you consider that everyone in the world is inconsiderate and terrible. That's not and true. And so this no. is actually, this is pretty basic. If That's you ever need proof of it, all you have to do is travel. Having just like been on so many flights and going through so many airports, it is like this, it is this microscope under which you can view the inconsiderate nature of all humanity. You go on See, one honeymoon, and all of a sudden, you've seen the curvature of our terrible Earth. <laughs> I, <laughs> curvature of the terrible Earth was my favorite pop band in the 80s. I, just, I think this is a very different... I, I, I mean, I think they're very different people. Me, when I go into a place that is my home, literally all I'm thinking about is, please, God, don't let anybody yell at me. Just let me not get yelled at for this time that I've left my door and will soon return to it. Please don't let me get yelled at. If I'm at Starbucks, I'm pretty sure that when I plug my laptop into the wall, they're going to yell at me. Hey, 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 that's our juice. Are you going to buy four coffees? It's four coffee fee. Use the plug. 
Like I didn't I just know. think it's a different world where some people don't think I, that I think way. it's very possible that this person doesn't know what a dick fish they're being. And if that's the case, then just walk up to him and say, hey, can I move your bag and sit down, please? Hey, do you know what, do you know what my pet peeve is? As long as we're talking about inconsiderate people. Um, and it, it, it's when someone either like walks into a doorway in a room or gets to the bottom of a set of stairs and stops. When there's like a group of people behind, I was on a tour of a castle and a very small doorways, very small thing. And people would like get inside the doorway of a room and stop and look around. Um, and it's well, like, hey, I, dog, there's 30 people behind you. Life is so hard when your castle tours are interrupted that way. I know, Jesus. It's like, hey, is this what it's going to be? Is this how it's going to be? Just, is this I, how it's going to be? I think that you run a real risk. Travis does have a fair point that Thank you. I don't think everyone on earth is, is, is that way. But I think that if you're looking for people like that, Mm-hmm. You will find no shortage of inconsiderate Especially people. at Starbucks. You're looking Especially at the at worst Starbucks. place. Yep. And I think that if you allow it, you are constantly going to be annoyed by people that aren't directly inconveniencing you. Mm-hmm. And I know it's annoying, but like, unless you're being directly, like if you're looking for a seat, I think you're 100% within your right to say, hey, uh, would you mind if I sat there? Like that's human and natural, and that's how we should be interacting with each other. But if you if you don't need a seat, and you leave your seat. First off, you could lose your seat. Bummer. But secondly, like it doesn't. It's not actually your business. that that the TikTok seat lock is enforceable by law. That um, is the that allowed. is the only thing that our fucking legal system can allow. Mm-hmm. And you can actually assault someone if you they can break it. Beat the you shit steal out their of shit. But TikTok say, seat lock is, is TikTok seat lock. What you had in college? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had bar. We had barber shop. That's what we. What, but, we what would, would you say? TikTok, barber shop. TikTok barber shop. No, we would just say barbershop when you, you get up. You your favorite barbershop. But uh, but wouldn't that be but wouldn't that be confusing if you were just going to the haircut place and you were you're like just announcing your friends like oh barbershop and they're like oh yeah, should I send a cedar? He's gonna go get a uh, 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 shave and a polish. It was the seventies. We didn't get haircuts. That's what fine. was your guys' favorite barbershop movie? I think it was barbershop two. That's right. Um, I, I just I don't know when our I don't know when people started getting so rude. I don't know what the turning point, what the tipping point was to use a Malcolm Gladwell concept. That at some point, shit done tipped, and everyone got really rude. I think it's when Touch My Angel went off the air. We didn't have the soothing <laughs> influence of Roma without, Downey there. I think if Roma Downey had walked into this Starbucks and be like, oh, child, you should get up and not, you're occupying three seats. Uh, do you know, wait, do you know which one was Roma Downey? I'm Roma Downey. I'm, which said, one was she? Who do you think she mm-hmm. was? I thought she was the large black woman. No, you're okay, done so wrong. all right. Okay, yeah. so you, in trying to fuck me, got fucked yourself. <laughs> the old Roma Downey fuckaroo. <laughs> flipped it on yourself. Hoisted I on your. It was Robert Downey Jr.'s wife. Oh no! <laughs> I think that's inaccurate. First off, she would have she to was, take. She was a gypsy woman, I believe. She okay. would have to take the junior first if okay. they got married. Mm. Uh, secondly. Where do you get off Where do you challenging people's start? touch by an angel knowledge when you yourself are pretty fuzzy on the basics of touch by an angel? Listen, and the all I need to know is, was James Spader on that show? Or he's, am I thinking of the wrong dude? He's, yes, he's on every show, but I think he was on that one too. What happens? He missed two weeks of episodes. If you and I forget because... who Roma Downey is. Do you guys want another Yahoo? Uh, sure, yeah. Oh, I still had that tab open about why can't you just take shit? And it makes me so angry. Um, this Yahoo was sent in by Ashley Burghardt. Thanks, Ashley. It's by Yahoo Answers user Powerhouse Stan, who asks, 
Can your girlfriend break up with you if she doesn't like your Facebook photos? <laughs> We've been going out for three days, but she's been very distant. <laughs> I don't know, before she was all over me, and she doesn't even respond. I even added her on FB, and she didn't respond. Any advice, kind people of Yahoo Answer? Additional details. I'm 16, and she's 15. Ah, oh, Jesus. I've invited her places, but she says she has a strict father. I think I can be fun. Wow. Can your girlfriend break up with you if she doesn't like your FB photos? It's just so weird to me that that seems like the least of his worries. Okay, I, listen. It's fucking hard out there, even for a relationship that's been going on as long as three days. A solid 72 hours. A solid 72 hours. The first 48 were amazing. Were amazing. <laughs> it was like before sunrise. Like every moment was just pregnant with romantic intent. And now she doesn't She's respond. pregnant. He, he, there has been a poke lingering for eight hours, unanswered. An unrequited Nothing. poke. I, 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 I'm an old man and I don't know any better, but... Isn't it weird that they would uh, engage in a relationship and not already be Facebook friends? That is quite puzzling. I think maybe this is a whirlwind affair. I think. I, I, think, I again, think it's got to be even a whirlwind affair. I feel like Facebook friendship is should be step number one. Yeah. Should, especially for a 15, 16 year old. Like if I'm considering that at nine thirty, you got to think that they have that in a handbook somewhere. I think if you don't have everyone in your high school. Uh, on your Facebook friends list, you're basically, I mean, your high school career is over anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, I it, like, you know, me, I go to a party and I say, who here don't I know? And people are like, <laughs> you don't know me. My name's Charlie. I'm like, hold up, Charlie what? And they're like, Charlie P Powell. And I say, okay, hold up. And then I whip out my phone, <laughs> search him, link him, sync him, hand over my phone, say log in, accept that shit real quick. And then they, they say, what? I say, log into your Facebook account on my phone. And they're like, I don't want you to have access to that. You're a big Buffalo Bills fan, huh? Huh? Okay. I, oh, man. Oh. I see you like books. Gr it's Griffin doesn't interests. get invited to a lot of parties, in case that wasn't clear. No, but when I do, I make it fucking count. And then he steals stuff from the person's house. And I just walk to their house and take the things. They can't touch me. Actually, in Texas, they definitely can. Can't run that game in Tejas. <laughs> Cannot do it. Cannot do it. They have strictures written down explicitly saying, "Don't do this thing, or you will be, or you can be harmed." Capitally. If you in high school, yeah, start dating someone, but you're not connected on Facebook, one. Two, uh, I don't, you I, don't go out and hang out and do anything because she has a strict father. Yeah, how did they get dating in the first place? Yes. Is it a drive-in? It was a drive-in a drive dating scenario. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sure it was a drive-in. It might as well have been a spaceship, Griffin. <laughs> the odds are equal that they, that they found a drive... Like, unless they are... Their parents, like, their connection is that their parents are weird drive-in enthusiasts that drive across the country looking for still open drive-ins. Yeah. That's the only reality uh, well, in what's which the, that would happen. What's the modern-day driving? Because in our day, we, you would go to a drive-in with a group of your friends, you would swap swap hot rods, right? And you would, you know, neck. You raise for you pink raise slips. for pinks, yeah. You would neck for a you, solid... You would neck for a solid 90 minutes, depending on the length of the movie. 
sometimes you would say you would want to go to a longer movie, like Remains of the Day. You can get a solid two and a half hours of necking in. And what's the modern equivalent of that? What is the modern equivalent of that? I guess anywhere, anything. I often race for pink slips uh, just at normal movie theaters now. Outside the parking lot, you mean? That would make it so much easier. <laughs> we should race our Toyota matrices at some point. What year is yours? 2003. Oh, that's the slow shit. I'll, I mean, I I've souped put- it up. I've done quite a bit of work. I have a lot of... I have a few... What spoilers. kind of stuff did you add to it? Oh, God, Hemi. Uh, <laughs> you put uh, blazer, You put blazers in there. Blazers. I know. Nos, the rapper, just rides around with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, bra- uh, brakes, I just took those out. <laughs> so like, look at it fast. Never going slow again. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah. Griffin, Griffin knows where all the mattress stores in town are now. Mm-hmm. That that is one benefit of of losing his brakes. Uh, yeah, just stuff like that. Six wheels, losing <laughs> more traction, losing more traction on the ground. Uh, butter just covered everything in butter. Just re- get up real, real, real slippery in there, which makes me pretty pretty popular to drive in. He has he has two steering wheels, one for left and one for right. That's right. It's basically like pod racing. I, it can't go in park. It's another thing. I that one was tricky <laughs> to figure out. Just like the physics of it, is that it can't um, can't stop. And you actually can't it. turn it off. If I remember correctly, you just it's welded the the key on. Yeah, you could say she's a gas guzzler, except she's not powered by gas. Oh, just, f- just fire. <laughs> it runs on fire. So, pretty pretty fast uh, car. If you want to race them, yours sound yours sounds more stock than mine. But there's no shame in that. It's all about the driver, not about the beast. You know. That's what I learned from Too Fast, Too Furious. Or at least the 45 minutes of it you watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I couldn't finish it. I, one would say that movie was a little too fast and too furious for Travis's for Travis's. Well, I, the, rock, uh, the Rock never showed up, and Diesel never showed up, and I need my candy. No, but you knew. That was like three movies ahead, and you knew that eventually, like, God, The Rock has got to get messy up in this Well, that's, that's why I forced myself through the first 45 minutes, just so like I would understand when I got to three fast, three furious. Right. Oh, you don't want to be lost, sure. Yeah, I wanted to know what was up. I mean, I don't think he showed up till Fast Five, but by three fast, three furious, you could already smell what The Rock was cooking, which is weird. did you say three fast? Three Fergie, Three <laughs> Fast Three Fergies. She was in that one, I think. What was the one where she came in? I thought there was four Fergies. Four Fergies and a Ferguson. <laughs> a Hugh Grant film. I want my. You know, if you were gonna shoplift, I bet the best place to hide things would be in your butt. Because not only would no one ever find it, but even if they knew where it was, they wouldn't go looking for it. I mean, I already said that you can just walk out because no one can touch you, but I guess if you want to go the the whole nine yards... Well, what you if could... you like having things in your butt? Well, if, that... you wanna go, if you want to go the sextra mile, there's only one way to go, and that's extremerestraints.com. They've got everything you can fit in your butt. If and, it fits, it ships. And I bet it's like stuff that feels better to have up there than like a CD player. The like maybe the emulator wireless silicone butt plug. Wait, it's you... wireless. What other butt plugs are <laughs> wired? <laughs> no one wants that weird cord dangling out of your khakis. Luckily, there's the emulator wireless silicone butt plug. It's your secret. No one else in Denny's needs to know that you've got this this beautiful f- uh, AAA 
goblin beauty what percent? jammed in your, what, in your but what chute. but what does the batteries do justin well the it's two to play cds didn't you the hear? two batteries will play mp3s that reverberate through your colon and you can hear them in your ears also more <laughs> importantly it vibrates. Do you guys hear air supply? I swear to God, I hear air supply. That, now that only works if you have braces. That's worth noting. But wow. the uh, uh, that's why uh, that's why fucking Lucille Ball. She thought mm-hmm. she heard radio signals all the time. It wasn't. It was Desi's Desi's radio butt plug. Uh, you can you can use remote control. There, uh, it only has two buttons on it. I guess because uh, the most important one is off. Because I can see a lot of scenarios in which, well, this is no longer there's, appropriate. There's one that says go, and one that says go hard. <laughs> uh, don't worry, this one does come with a power button, so you can shut it off at some point. Uh, and there's 10 modes of vibrating pleasure. So uh, you can pick that up at streamingtrains.com. Now, here's the thing about, and, and maybe use it as a space. There's lots of things. You graduate I, up to the biggest things you can put in there until you can fit a nook. In I there. have a thick colonic wall. I may be uh-huh. getting, I may be sharing a little bit too much for you guys. Let me no, know when it starts fine. getting uncomfortable for you. But I have a really thick colonic wall. Will the wireless. The question in Extreme Restraints is when does it get uncomfortable for you? I. I have a thick colonic wall, as I said a couple times now. Will the wireless signal from this remote be able to reach the device that I have installed within me? When I have well, this you th- have to put the device in your butthole too. Well, I mean, that's they, now we're dealing not, with a la- little old lady who swallowed a fly scenario. It's not. And then I have to shove a right. horse up there to get the the twentieth remote that I've shoved up there to shut down the nineteenth remote, and so on, etc. I'm just chock full of remotes over here. I'm just jangling around. Just a big, big. Is big the ball remote of programmable? Could I could I control both my butt plug and my Bose sound system? Yep, but you don't want to get that turned around because you're either going to deal with really loud music or an exploded butthole. <laughs> crank it. Oh, don't. Oh, don't. Oh, no. I'm don't in- crank it. Uh, that's all extremechange.com. Use the coupon code SEXABUNGA and save 20%. We want to give uh, a message to Aaron Brown from Desiree Dupree. She says, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hey, happy birthday. Oh, we can't okay. do it. No, we can't sing it. it. Don't sing it. We'll get, we'll get sing arrested. It, sing it, but sing it to the theme of a different song. Okay. Um, do it to Welcome Back, Cotter. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, dear Aaron. Happy birthday to ya. What? Hey, you're famous. You don't have to sing this Hope part. you have a good birthday because you're the best what? in town. You're now you're According adding to our new rival. You're- life is more than their <laughs> survival. And they just try to live the good life yet. Standing Aaron. tall <laughs> on the wings of Aaron's birthday. Henry, we got a message to you from Elisa. Uh, she says, please wish Henry a happy 27th birthday for me. Nothing to rearrange. Show me that Henry again. Show me that Henry. Don't waste another Henry on your Henry. It's a rare condition this day and age that me and Henry have been together for 12 years of sweet delight. Yet he only cares to hear birthday wishes from the mouse of the McElroy's. Love him anyway. What are the next words? 
There must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. All right. I never knew the next words, but I'm glad I do uh, now. I got a message for Angelo from Dan, Greg, Nick, and Wayne. Wayne? Angelo, we hope you have the rudest, most hecklesome, nice and neat, math-filled birthday yet. I hope I didn't just say something gross. Don't let those cadavers you see on a daily basis bring you down. Here's hoping for high-quality goofs on this episode. Sorry. And shit in your pants <laughs> now that you heard some authentic McElroy Leoisms. Wait, what? From your favorite. I think these guys hate Angelo. Why do you hate Angelo so much? And why are you calling him a serial killer? I mean, I guess yes. jokes on them because they just paid like a Benny to to wish him a happy birthday on this podcast. So I guess good way way to prank suckers. Is he seeing the cadavers on a professional level? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Okay, hold on. Dan, Greg, Nick, and Wayne are dead bodies uh-huh. mm-hmm. that haunt Angelo. No, oh God. okay, Angelo killed Dan, Greg, Nick, and Wayne and actually wrote this message to himself from the perspective of their dead bodies. Oh, and, and this is like the monkey's paw. This is the This the is clue. the monkey's paw. This is the heart beating beneath the floorboards this, that's driving him This is him the insane. black cat. This is the pit in a pendulum. <laughs> this is Jesse Thorne, proprietor of MaximumFun.org and host of International Waters. International Waters pits a team of comedians in London against a team of comedians here in L.A. over several rounds of very stupid pop culture questions and games. We've got Paul F. Tompkins, Josie Long, Greg Proops, Claudio Doherty, Robin Ince, Andy Zaltzman, Paul Shear, Izzy Sooty, Ricky Carmona, Cameron Esposito, Aaron Gibson, Brian Safi. So join me and the best comedians in the English-speaking world for international waters. Go to MaximumFun.org or look for us in the iTunes store. Farm wisdom, farm wisdom. Get your pitchfork. Justin had a stroke. Oh, no. Did you know Does carrots? Do you know carrots can and being around goats can fix strokes? Uh, our first far wisdom comes to us from IMDb. It says that uh, John Die was in touch by an angel, not James Spader. Damn uh, it! it looks Jesus like Christ. James Spader. I know. I was surprised too. John Die is uh, dead now. He passed. Was he? In was he playing James Spader? He was playing James Spader, playing the Angel of Death. Uh, and he passed away. The skin on a turkey's head. <laughs> the skin on a turkey's head and waddle can change with their mood. It can be red, pink, white, or blue. I think if they'd heard the past couple minutes of podcast, probably blue. That's from Alan. Trav, give me one. Break me off a piece. Um, apparently, horses engage in a behavior called cribbing, where they go to Target and just like pick shit up and leave. Where they copy uh, each other's test answers. Uh, where they bite down on something like a wooden post and suck in air. It can cause stomach ulcers. They may do this out of boredom, stress, or dietary imbalance. Those uh, are both from Alan. People I mean, think we f- give horses what? a hard time. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Okay, That's, no. To-, to be fair, to be fair... It's not exactly like human beings. There's shit that we do where it's like, hey, if you drink too much alcohol, it can kill your liver. Be like, yeah, but I'm stressed. Alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. 
Which is what I say every time I take a shot. If a horse gets this stupid because of boredom, stress, or dietary imbalance, that's not the horse's fault, though, is it? It's the owner's. And the fact that you have this precious treasure that you're fucking in charge of keeping not bored, not stressed, and not imbalanced, dietarily speaking. This isn't on the fucking horse, Justin. This is horses are perfect. Also, if they do do this, they probably have a pretty good reason for it, beyond the the boredom or stress or. We can't see inside their heads. This might be really. This might be a religious thing for horses. Have you have you bitten down on a wooden post and sucked in air ever? Have you cribbed? You know you will trip balls. You will fucking get so fucked up. Horses love to party. If you want to keep rodents from eating your bird feeder, (laughs) I hope they mean the seeds in your bird feeder. Okay, eating from your bird feeder. There we go. Put jalapeno poppers in the mix. <laughs> no, jalapeno peppers. Man, this... <laughs> put, some, put some potato skins and some mozzarella sticks in there. Good. <laughs> this, is, this is Guy Fieri's target demo. <laughs> is rats. Just take those rodents to Max and Irma's and get hey. them a triple apple slider pack. <laughs> Hey, bros, got rats in your bird feeder? <laughs> Buy some of my mozzarella slammers. Buy some sloppy doppy turkey bones. <laughs> <laughs> Birds, uh, we coat them in the- hair gel to slide right down your throat. <laughs> Birds aren't able to taste the spiciness, but it does oh, keep rats out of birds. Um, birds are rats with feel- wings. I don't know why we get that, all. That's our from our giving dear them- friend Osman. Why are Osman we giving them preferential right treatment over rats? Rats are just terrestrial birds. Rats are, are birds are <laughs> rats are the birds of the ground. Think about it. I always want to try to dress professionally as possible. Work. I follow blogs like put this on, and really make an effort to dress well. Problem is, I often have to attend conferences for work and have to wear some sort of name badge. Oh man! Always seems to clash with my style. How do I wear the name tag and remain stylish? That's from a lanyard hater in Little Rock. Oh, this is a great question. This is a great. I, I uh, this is one of those where it's like I wish I knew. Well, you got. I mean, if they're not going to supply you with a fashionable name tag, you have to supply your own. Like maybe if you just had your own, like a like a silver carved kind of thing. Well, I mean, silver like doesn't go. Took. Silver doesn't go with everything. You would you. I mean, if you want to, mm-hmm. you got to have at least at the Ooh, very least. What you about gotta, a big diamond necklace with your name in it? See, that's the that's reason. Good. That's the reason that those exist. Can you have a fashion lanyard with you? Okay, just keep a fashion lanyard. Well, you gotta have one in black, one in brown, right, to go with your accessories. Um, And then a casual lanyard, um, which really is gonna be seasonal. I think you're gonna want some pastels for the spring. Well, you're also gonna want like a utility lanyard, something that's durable and can withstand the elements for like outside conferences. Yeah. When you're you ma- may- when you're at a mountain climbing conference business, mm-hmm. what are you talking or like about? A, a, or like a paintball business mixer? Maybe you could. Um, We're up to seven lanyards now that you need. Go on, Justin. <laughs> Maybe you could class up the name tag a little bit by drawing pictures of classy stuff on it, like um, money clips or caviar or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're saying dip the la- dip the lanyard? That's just a messy lanyard at that point. No, I'm saying draw pictures of it. Draw a picture of caviar. It'd be fun. My name's Brian, and I. You can tell the things I like. <laughs> I drew a picture of a sleek Lambo. Is it possible? Right Wait. Oh, ooh. Is this a money making thing where we could like have sticker books for adult professionals? Every meeting so that they just have some Lamborghini stickers already. Every meeting between two adults is a money making opportunity. 
Think about it. Think about that. Oh. Can I, oh, ooh, 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 ooh. Is it possible to have a street team? That just, you mm-hmm. don't wear a lanyard. They just go around the room and go up to people and say, Brian. And then they point to you. And then nobody's <laughs> going to forget your fucking name at that point. Brian's ready for you. Ooh, ooh. Just hire like a, a herald. That they walk into the the meeting room before you and say, "My lords and ladies, Brian, Brian. prepare thyself for the oncoming Brian." <laughs> you want to get a little hipper? You hire a hype man. Mm-hmm. They they come into the the meeting room. They start flipping the light switches on oh, and off. Yeah, oh, fuck. here he comes. Hold on though. What's the what's the hype man gonna wear? You're gonna have to get him past us. <laughs> you gotta get a smaller height, man. You gotta get a smaller height, man. Ad infinitum. <laughs> um, let's see. So many great ideas so far. Can you get a business jersey? <laughs> Sorry, that that actually creates twice the problems that it solves. No, a business jersey. You can color coordinate that easy, and then your ooh, name is just ooh, on the back of a it. A business cape. Business cape with your name on it is a little gauche. Mm. Business robe? That's moving in the right direction. Oh, sort of like a boxing vibe. Yeah, I'm talking like business trunks, business gloves. The champ is uh, here. Business boots. The champ is here to talk about business. Sign your name on the... I can't gloves. can't sign shit. <laughs> Luckily, my herald is is authorized to sign for I have me. his power of attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to die. <laughs> I'm his lover. Then I'll inherit everything. I'm his lover, and he won't acknowledge me publicly. At He's night, Brian. I, in bed, I think about killing and becoming Brian. No one would notice. It would be a seamless transition. Hold on, I forgot to flip the lights on and off. He loves that. He loves that. Oh, Brian. Um. <laughs> Maybe sunglasses in the shape of the word Brian. Oh, I like that. Like the two that find those those people that make them for the year, and mm-hmm. they had thought they had a really good scam um, until two thousand nine when they just yeah. had that meeting where they had to stand around like, okay, look, guys, what do we do? I think we can work something out for twenty ten pretty good, but uh, past that, I think we're just going to be really flying by the seat of our pants. We'll see you guys again in in twenty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope there's still eyes. <laughs> or that people have evolved three eyes. Because then we will have it made in the shade. There will be nothing but shade, though. Because we'll be covered in an ash cloud. <laughs> the most important part of style is to not make anyone feel uncomfortable with your style, right? It's for, it's for every... Your style is for everyone else's benefit. To look at you and be, be odd, right? And I think if you show up and you're the only one with a gold-plated name tag or a herald dressed in pastels in the spring, of course, then like you're gonna you're gonna stick out, and everyone's gonna feel uncomfortable that they didn't bring their own herald, or maybe they did. Maybe that is the maybe that is the coterie in which you run. Um, and in that case, where do I sign off? I I I have to guess that if that was the norm for Brian and his uh, business dealings. That information would have probably been included in the question. Like, I try to dress nice, and I always dress my Herald in pastels when it is the spring. <laughs> That's the only palette that I know, by the way, matching the season. If it's wintertime, I don't know. 
snow you do colored blues and whites. You do blues and whites in the, in the winter. Uh, you're gonna do the autumnal, like um, some browns, some oranges, some. And yellows. summer is just a fucking Jimmy Buffett orgasm explosion. <laughs> but he has to uh, maintain the same decorum and professional nature. I thought it was just pastels, but sh- shorter. Everything's shorter. A pastel. Like Jimmy Buffett pastel. Like a pastel crop top. It's a great look. You guys want a Yahoo? Please. This Yahoo was sent in by Daniel Shires. Thanks, Daniel. By, by the way, and Daniel wasn't guilty of this, but I feel like it's time for me to sit down our audience and have a very stirring talk with them about the subject matter of Yahoo's that we're looking for. I mean, we can make it pretty quick because like, I could come up with a bullet list of no-nos. Like, number one, incest. Number two, poop. Number three, poop incest. Very, very much frowned upon. If anything involves like pooping on someone, especially a family member... You probably just go ahead and keep that one in your pocket. Especially don't send it in saying, hey, I found a real gym, because then I can't help but pass judgment on you and the type of person you are. Um, weirdo. Weirdo. You fucking weird beard. Just keep those keep those yourself and, you know, keep digging, because you'll find something not about poop or incest eventually. Just dig deep. There are yahoos about other things. Uh, anyway, thank you, everybody, for your submissions. Uh, this, is, this is by Daniel Shires, though. He sent this one, and thanks, Daniel. It's by Yahoo Answers user Jacqueline, who asks... I just clicked a Yahoo advertisement link. Let me just go ahead and close out of that, and then I can get back to business. <laughs> How do I get Jonah Hill to notice me on Twitter? I want to get noticed by Jonah Hill on Twitter. He's like my idol. I swear. <laughs> I swear. If I had to die just to save his life, I would. But please help me get noticed by him. <laughs> would mean the world. Thanks. Jacqueline XX. <clears throat> Jacqueline, I think if you're willing to die so that he may live, it sounds like you've already got a pretty good method of getting his attention. Yeah. Is this what you this ju- is? Do you ever hear that Eminem documentary, Stan? Mm-hmm. That was the only way that Eminem ever acknowledged him. Right, and yeah. they formed a long friendship that lasted to this very day. Is this is this what the song Your Own Personal Jesus is about? Like, he, this person wants to die for... For Jonah Hill, that Jonah so, Hill is their Jesus. For Jackson, no, so love they want to be Jesus of Jonah Hill, right? Dying for his sins, and there are many. I saw Moneyball. He was great. In Moneyball. Moneyball was what a are you talking fine about? Film. I know, but I couldn't think of a bad one. Hold on, give me a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun puzzle. Try to think of a bad Jonah Hill film before you start talking shit about him and his career. <laughs> Can't do I it. I don't think he's ever been in a bad film. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Uh, okay, let me try the joke again. Griffin will just edit this. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, oh, he's got sins. I saw the sinner. And let me okay. do one cold so you can just, if in case the other edit's better, I'll just record this wild. The sinner. Can I get, can, can you can give me can three we more? Cyrus goof? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Cyrus. Cyrus. <laughs> All right, that's, we're doing great here. We're doing great. Picking on Jonah Hill. Um, how do you get someone like Jonah, someone of the Jonah Hill echelon to notice you on Twitter? Someone from the Brat Pack. What are they called? <laughs> I think they're just friends of Judd Apatow. Aren't they the Frat Pack? The Frat Pack, I think, actually, maybe. No, isn't that like, I don't that's think that's like, the same no, that's circuit. Like Will, Will Ferrell and weed, but all those guys. I think they're maybe it had something to do with weed. Because they yeah. all seem to have quite a, an affinity. Did you just them. call him Will Ferrell? It came out wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, just wanted to make. Did sure you hear the new Daft Punk? Slide the new Daft Punk with the uh, samples from Will Ferrell in it. It's great. <laughs> Does that one impression of that guy from that thing? 
Jonah Hill seems to me like the type of celebrity that, while I mean, he's he's definitely up there. It strikes me that he's not like a Brad Pitt level kind of like. Oh, some of that some of that did me. rub off during Moneyball. You're in a movie with Brad Pitt, and you get the sexiness that follows you along. And if you don't believe me, watch Jonah Hill on Moneyball, then watch him in This Is the End. Dude picked up, like, dude got some shit definitely figured out between those two films. How do you get someone to mention you on Twitter? How do you get someone? I think if you just just tweet at him and say, hey, Jonah Hill, I die for you, follow back. RT plays for a friend. The problem is you got to look. Rinse and repeat. What's important is you have to look at, um, you have to look at his feed, right? You look for people he has tweeted Two, has he tweeted to fans, right? Has he has he said, hey, shout out to my boy, this guy, and or replied to anyone? And I'm looking through his feed, and I don't think he's ever replied to anyone. So I don't think, I think you're wasting your time with this right now. I yeah, think maybe, you need to move maybe, on to greener pastures. Well, or just go directly to get him to see you in real life. The tried and, tr- well, the tried and true method used to be you try and kill Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. But that method Thanks. doesn't. You can't do that method anymore. You Thanks could claim for everybody, or you could claim responsibility for his death on Twitter, and then that might <laughs> that might be enough to get his to pique his interest. Kill a Ronald Reagan, because I bet <laughs> I bet there's more than the one. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that one of the ways to get the attention of Jonah Hill is not to make fun of a couple of bad movies he's been in, because. <laughs> Yeah, and first of all, we Uh-oh. had to think... We Jonah had to, Hill and Jesse got beef. First of all, if he is listening to this, I hope he doesn't get upset, because really, how long did we have to think before we could think of a bad movie that he was in? And really, like, it, the average length of time that it would take to think of anybody in a bad movie, like, is, is much, much shorter than it took us to think of Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, he did his he did his time, you know, he did his Cyrus, but he's making fucking solid gold hits now. I love that dude. Did you guys see 21 Jump Street? Yes, I did. It's a fucking great movie, Jonah Hill. I'm so sorry. Follow me on Twitter, you know, Griffin and McElroy. You know, 20, you know 22 Jump Street is coming, right? Oh, no. Is it? Is it? I just learned that from from uh, his Twitter feed. Nah, follow follow back. source. Follow back, Jonah Hill. I guess if oh, we, that's a good way to get him to notice you. Be Channing Tatum. Yeah, if you can be Channing Tatum, I bet he'll reply. Pretend to be Channing Tatum. I don't think that's going to work. There's anonymity. Griffin, you are all about shoplifting, but identity theft is a sticking point for you. I mean, it's just harder to do. You can't walk in and take Channing Tatum. You know what I mean? You can't wait, just like go into wait, Channing Tatum's Ocean's house. Ocean's 15. Ocean's 15. We gotta have Channing Tatum. Oops. We stole Stalker Channing. It's okay. That's an easy mistake for anyone to make, including Griffin, constantly. <laughs> Every day. Every goddamn day. Listen, I'm thanks. sorry. I, I'm sorry. I skipped Ocean's 14. You guys, it's okay. Thank you so much for listening to our uh, our podcast. We hope you've had uh, some fun. We're we're sorry we we're not with you. the The funny joke about the the greatest hit shows is they take infinitely longer. <laughs> it takes to, so, so to long. edit together than and it also recording. requires us to like listen to when we weren't. Espe- I don't know. Do you think we were better know. in the days, or do you think we were shittier? Because I always think we're shittier. Because it takes our highs were higher and our lows were lower. We're so so much lower because it takes us so long to find gems in the shit. Uh, But thank you for for downloading that. We hope that this week, if you get a second, it would be awesome if you share the show with people or or review it on iTunes. You know, something to help us spread the word. We don't have a big, you know, we don't have a big PR firm behind us. We don't have a herald. We we only have you. So we we need you to help us uh, uh, pass the word around. Um, and we'll do our part right now by recommending some of the other great 
uh, Maximum Fun podcast, like stuff podcasting yourself, Judge John Hodgman, Jordan Jesse Go, Wham Bam Pow, Bullseye, One Bad Mother, One Bad Mother, and make um, sure you check out Sawbones. It's the show Justin does with his wife Sydney. Um, it's mine and Teresa's favorite. We listen to it constantly. Re-listen to old episodes. Catch, and- catch the fucking Sawbones wave that is like sweeping. Sweeping the nation. Was, Justin's too humble to talk about this, but that show is about to start doing better than this one. And that's, yeah, it was in like the top ten on iTunes. That's sickening. So. It's disgusting, uh, but we try our best. Thank you to people tweeting about the show, like Ian Dukes, Caitlin Klein, Josh, Diabolical Machines, JP, uh, Matt Brown, Ryan Lynch, uh, one gentleman named Comedy Podcast. Uh, I don't think he's a person. Sam Lubega. L- L- <laughs> Lubega Senior, Lubega Vivo. Uh, that's Lubega's official YouTube channel. What? I don't think I don't think it is actually uh, Lubega's Vivo channel. Still, that's a great, a, Twitter Twitter a great Twitter name. Great Twitter name. Church's wife or old friend Jess Krau- Krauza. Uh, I'm sorry I messed that up, Jess. Uh, and uh, thank you to everyone uh, else listening and sharing the show. We, it really means the world. To Justin, us. open up that mailbag. Tell us what's in there. Oh, crap. We got so much mail from you guys. Uh, no fewer than three wedding invitations. Uh, Did we? we can, got, can you please make sure you respond to those? I'm still. I fu- do. I, uh, wedding is I a do. fucking month out, and I'm still, like, missing RSVPs from people. You know who are, you f- are any of them near any of us? Yeah. Is there any in Cincinnati? Yeah. No, they're actually all past because I forgot to check the mailbox for a while. But you did. I did spend. Okay, listen, I'm trying my best. Can you here. RSVP now at least so you don't, like, I don't want people to think that I'm a dick just because you're a, a layabout. Kate and Liz uh, sent us a horse named Orb that they got in Iceland. Uh, we got uh, a note from Erica, Sam, and Kim that has pictures of gorillas on it. You like that? Uh, got uh, a, a one from China, from Payton, uh, that's lovely. Is uh, it a postcard, or did they, did they live in China? It's a postcard from China. Our uncle Travelin' Matt sent us uh, postcards from all over including but not limited to Portland, Los Angeles, uh, Olympia, uh, Seattle, uh, Chicago. He sent us one from there. Um, Catherine and Matthew sent us a beautiful postcard from Croatia. Uh, we got to save the date for Joanna and Kyle's wedding. Not going to be able to make that one because it is passed, but gosh, I wish we could well, come. Hold on, fuck. We got to save the date and we already missed the wedding? Sorry, okay. I'm I'm trying my best out here. Corinne and Kevin, again, sorry we couldn't make it. That was in August, but uh and Jesus. Uh, by this Don much, Benjamin by a hair. Don Benjamin, consider this our RSVP. Sorry we couldn't make it. Uh sorry I didn't check with, with mailbox regrets, for so long. I guess kind with of regrets, uh, I guess. Uh I wanna thank I want Griffin to thank John Roderick and the long winners for the use of a theme song. It's a departure off the album, put in the days to bed. Griff, can you do that real quick? Thanks, guys. And thanks to you. Here's one last question. Oh, make sure if you uh, if you want to wish someone happy birthday or if you know someone that's a fan of the show and you want to send out a special personal message to them, go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron. Can you guys please? please I love you so much, but please don't email us because we have no mechanism to set it up. You have to go through MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron. No, but we appreciate your emails. If you just want to email us and just like chat. Um, guys, 20 dirt. We're like 60 days left in it. Can you fucking believe that? Did you get all your dirt out? Did you dig it up? Wash it out? Wash it out. Rinse out those sheets. What's 2014 going to be? You know, I somebody emailed today and said, uh, go full bore 
in 21-4, which I really kind of liked. We'll figure it out. We'll get it together. Um, I feel like tomorrow, next year, tomorrow year is going to be a banner year for us. And it's not going to yeah. be much harder to beat this year, I think. Yeah. We'll actually do a live show in We'll actually do That's live shows. I promise to you, the listener. We'll do live shows. I promise. We'll have time and on our hands. We'll have time to do it. And it's I'm going to try. I, I'm really going to push us to try to do something in the UK in the next year or two. Oh, Jesus. Don't, just, don't just promise sell us that. out. I mean, just don't promise it. Griffin, take us out. I said push. I didn't promise nothing. Finally, Yahoo was sent in by Alan Black. Thanks, Alan Black. It's by Yahoo Answers user Rosalie, who asks. What the heck is masturbating? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This is my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. This is Biz. This is Teresa. We host a show called One Bad Mother. We're a comedy podcast about parenting. Not a parenting podcast. And for some reason, we seem to be most popular among single dudes with no kids. (laughs) Weird. The only advice you'll get from us is when we tell you to stop feeling like shit for being a mom. Or a dad. Or, you know, a single person with no children. Find us on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. 